This week on Excelsior Journeys, it is a very special preview of Excelsior, the audio journey. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for you? And that's why I taught myself how to draw. It was actually the Little Mermaid. Drawing stills of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the car. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, throw some spaghetti against the wall. This is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for tuning in for over 190 episodes. It has been an amazing run so far and I really hope you've been enjoying yourself. I hope you have been enjoying all of these great discussions that I've had with all these amazing creative people. And I especially hope that you have been enjoying the birth of the Once Upon a Podcast Network. We now have five shows that are out there right now. We just launched last Wednesday, Starlight Tea. Just a couple days before that, the first three episodes of the Genuine Creative Podcast have been released. We also already have the Money Over Easy show that's that's going strong. We have Mimesis, and of course, we have Excelsior Journeys. It has been just an amazing time just putting these shows together for you, and I am so proud of these amazing producers putting together some terrific work. And just to give you a little sneak preview of a guest that I will be having here on Excelsior Journeys in the near future, last Saturday, I was fortunate to be interviewed by documentary filmmaker Ching Jewel. Uh, She has her own YouTube show where she has interviewed well over 200 other creatives. Uh, She has had an amazing run with this, and she is also responsible for a documentary that follows presidential candidate Andrew Yang during his 2020 presidential run. Just look for My Yang Gang Diary. You can find it on Amazon Prime. You can rent it for as little as $1.99. You can own it for as little as $2.99. I am really excited for Ching to have done this. And as you watch it, remember the fact that Ching shot all of the footage for this documentary on her iPhone. So it's amazing the kind of resources that we creatives have out there right now, not just with podcasts, but with filmmaking itself. It is just It's mind-blowing, the sort of stuff that we have access to, things that we never thought possible growing up. But here it is. It's all at our fingertips. Take these tools that are given to us and get creating. And I speak from experience on that because just a few weeks ago, I got to direct an amazing group of voice actors on Clubhouse to do Excelsior The Audio Journey. And as a special gift for those of you who are listeners of the Excelsior Journeys podcast, I am presenting to you this week the first few scenes of Excelsior The Audio Journey. That's right. Even if you're not on Clubhouse, you can still listen to at least some of it here. And if you are in the St. Louis area, then 
join us at Spine Bookstore and Cafe at 1982 Arsenal and listen to the whole thing. Now, for this week's episode of Excelsior Journeys, you're going to hear from several of the amazing group of voice actors that were assembled for this project. You're going to hear from actor Jerry Weil, who played Matthew Peters and Excelsior. You're going to hear from Kay Weaver, who played Mrs. Burton, Ferdinand Chapman, who played Matthew's friend Thomas, two-time TEDx speaker Ben Chai. You're going to hear him playing the bully Nick. You're going to hear Vosh playing his crony Kelly the Kraken. You're going to hear from Molly Rock, playing Dr. Catherine Sierra slash Elder Clyera. You're going to hear from Vasilis Glimpatsos, who played Dr. Franklin Ritkin. You're going to hear from Peter Revel Walsh, who played Elder Aceris. And you're going to hear from Erica Harvey, who played J.C. Peters. Again, I can't say enough great things about everyone involved with this. You're also going to hear music by Izzy G and Audra Angelique. You're going to hear some great sound effects that were provided by our sound effects team. Like everyone just brought their A game. And I'm so happy that I get to share just a little sliver of this show with all of you this week. So I really hope you enjoy it. If you're in the St. Louis area, I look forward to seeing you at Spine on Sunday, April 23rd, the Festivities start at 12.30 p.m. Looking forward to seeing you there. And until next week, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward and enjoy the show. <sighs> okay, so we're on planet DNAP4. And the Crunations are these reptilian type of species, and they've been ruling over the Denarians for a long time now, ever since the Denarians lost their leader, Excelsior. And now there's this guy, Seminex, and he's been in his cell for so long, but he's still a young man. Radifin has been talking about how Excelsior will return to lead their fellow Denarians to victory over the Crunation Empire. And then Radifin starts the mass breakout. Mr. Peters. So Radifin lets out Seminex, and then they get Granik, and then the rest of the prisoners. Mr. Peters, did you not hear the bell? Class has been dismissed. Everyone else is on their way home. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow then. Matthew, wait. This is, what, the third time this week that I had to pull your mind back into this classroom? Just imagine how much better your last test would have been if it was on science fiction rather than U.S. history. I'm sorry, but I still did well on the test. I got an 81. I'm talking about you giving more attention to your schoolwork than these characters you seem to be wasting your time drawing. I wouldn't be doing my job if I let you coast like this. Do you understand? I understand, yes. I'll be more attentive here. Please do. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, so Seminex and Radifin and Granik lead the freed prisoners out of Noctarar's castle, and they head over to the caverns of Yelsu, where the elders are waiting for them. And Aceris looks into Seminex's eyes and can see traces of Excelsior in there. Matthew! Wait up! Oh, hey, Thomas. Oh, another issue of the comic. Let me see. No, it's not a finished comic. It's something I'm tinkering with. It's going to be part of the origin story. Origin story? Well, let me see. It looked great on the website. The website I had to finish last night? 
Relax. You saw the numbers this morning, right? The people you thought you could get before, you can get now. How? Look what we got here, Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so tell me, boy. Our papers are due tomorrow. They don't write themselves. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> is that all you got? Wait, you're doing their homework? Hey, freak, don't be a hero. This doesn't concern you. Just keep your mouth shut and walk away. Yeah, get out of here, cartoon boy. Go home to your mummy. Oh, wait. <laughs> Too soon? You son of a... What? You ain't got the jewels. That's right. Like my man said, go ahead and walk away. Matthew, wait! Come back! Come on, man. So, Aceris can see that Seminex is worthy to carry the life force of Excelsior, and he takes him into the chamber where the sword is held. He reaches out and holds the handle, and he suddenly feels strong and commanding and and brave. Welcome to Tolland Laboratories, bringing humanity's future to today. Welcome to Tolland Laboratories, bringing humanity's future to today. Franklin, if what you say is true about what you found... It is true, it is true. Seven years worth of digging, and I always believed finding that sword would be enough to secure funding for the next five decades. But this, trust me, Dr. Sierra... Catherine, I have told you before. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, Catherine. We've always wondered whether we're alone in the universe, and the answer was beneath our feet the whole time. It is protected, yes? Fully encased, airtight, transparent. And no one is in the examination room with this specimen, correct? Of course not. You and I are the only ones who have seen it. And I was only in the room to set up the cameras. Isn't it amazing? A humanoid with scales. Oh, no. I mean, look at that. The preservation is just remarkable. Even the integrity of its apparel has been maintained. Can you even imagine how old this thing is? Approximately 1,800 years. Whoa, that's pretty specific. How did you get that number? Just a suspicion. Whatever that light is that's emanating, maybe that's what's kept it so stable for all these centuries. Excuse me, please. Are you all right, Dr. Scher... Catherine, everything okay? Not him. Anyone but him. Why did he not burn up in the atmosphere? Hopefully the communication extender still functions. Elder Aceris, can you hear me? 
Elder Clyera. Oh. Are you all right? You look exhausted. <sighs> yes, well, this planet is less forgiving than our own Aceras. <laughs> yes, there are times when I still remember the impact of Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> what has happened since you last made contact? The humans have discovered Danak. His body still intact after all this time. The duel? Yes, it is still with him, and it will not be long before it awakens him. Oh, I wish you had better news. What of your mission? Is there anything of note to report since the sword has been discovered? Nothing as of now, Elder. You do realize what this means for both Earth and Daynab 4. If Daynak is revived and there is no one to stop him... Of course I realize it, Elder. I have already arranged for the sword to stay in this immediate area, and so once I find him, I will he be, must be sure found. that... Or there will be no one to keep Daynak from the sword. I understand, and I will do what I must. What is that? Well, it's a notification from my earthbound communicator. It alerts me of any usage of the word Excelsior. And this is a series of stories told in illustrated form. And its main character is... How is this possible? So, Seminex holds up the sword. Everyone around him reacts. And Aceris walks up to him and says, It, it is, is good to, to see you again, my, my old, old friend. friend. And Excelsior is now fully realized through Seminex. And he just says, It, it is good, good to, to be, be back, back Aceris. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And now Excelsior has to get his uniform on and go after Nocturar immediately. Matthew? Hey, Matthew, you awake? Yeah, JC, what's up? Mind if I come in? Sure, just put that glass down in the hallway first. All right, I'm sorry, the, the agreement. There, it's down. Thanks. Hey, didn't you have a date? She canceled again. What happened this time? I told her I was at the office finishing up a story. She called me a liar and then hung up. I mean, what can you do, right? And you were at the office, not next door at the... No, no, hey. A deal's a deal. And yes, I really was at the office. Now, what are you working on? A new, a, a new issue? Uh, not quite. I want to focus a lot on the origin story. Right. So, working on this at school? Mrs. Burton called you. Any other teachers seeing you spacing out? No one else said anything. Well, she had plenty to say. Said this wasn't the first time she's had to get your attention. <sighs> Even asked me if everything was okay at home. And what did you tell her? I told her everything was fine and that I would speak to you like I'm doing now. And then I would remind you how you're this close to graduation and need to focus on your responsibilities. Huh. Were you planning on finishing that drink in the doorway before telling me all that? 
okay, all right, you know, I'm no good at this parenting. Your your dad was so much better. Yeah, he was. Oh, come on. Well, what do you want me to say? He's not here. Mom's not here. <laughs> we both know why. Yeah, we do. And I mentioned that we were coming up to the anniversary of, you know. Well, you know, is that what you told her? Is that how you phrased it? Or is that as close as you can get to reminding me? Look, I'd do anything to change what happened. And I don't expect you to ever forgive me, but I am trying my best here. Give me some slack. Fine. But after this summer, I'll be in a dorm room and you won't have to play parent anymore. Oh, God, no matter where you go, I'm... I'm not going to yeah, You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know you were never really cut out for all this, but you're doing a good job. Oh. Now who's playing parent? God, when you go off to college, who's going to take care of me? Well, I won't stop worrying about you either. That glass is the only one you're having tonight, right? Deal's a deal. One per night of any. Now, got anything new for me to read? Uh, here, don't spill on it, okay? Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com. <laughs>